0: Everybody, time for another edition of the odds couple presented by prop swap on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. It's great to be with everyone once again for another fun Friday when we talk NFL and gambling. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. And here we go again, Mikey, the Bears in primetime in week 14. Some good games on the slate, Army-Navy for the weekend. So plenty of football to talk about once again.
2: Yeah, Carm, good to talk to you. Good to see Randy again, talking to everybody else out there. Uh, happy holidays to all. Uh, last week, we go 3-3. Three and three. Um, I did have a little controversy. I had to talk to the, the uh, WGA once again because I, I did something that you shouldn't do. But like Carmen had said last week, folks, We're out to win for everybody. And what I did, maybe I shouldn't have done, but thank God the WGA saw it my way. They ruled in your favor. (laughs) They gave me Bama, but I did tweet out on Saturday after I got some new reads. Maybe I would have made it a lean. Maybe I wouldn't even bet it. And people construed that as, you know, what I'm bailing out. No, not everybody has Twitter. And so – most people, in fact, a lot of the people on Twitter even said we're sticking with the pick. Yes. They gave that to me, but they did deny us, Carm. And we got to be more, I guess, um, stern uh, with, with uh, Randy's great pick of the charge.
0: Yes, it was a great pick by Randy. You
2: and I said, we're on it. We're on with you. Yep. But we didn't say yep. it, we're going to make it a main pick. So maybe that's something we got to look at because he's a sizzling. Nine and four right now. This
0: guy's smoking hot. I, he hit, is. I've hit the skids a little bit the last couple of weeks. You guys are picking me up. I'm just one and two. Uh, uh, one and three, excuse me. One and three in the best mm-hmm. plays the last couple weeks. So uh,
2: tough. Some tough t- Some tough games. Uh, by the way, the smoking hot thing. My mom, happy birthday uh, to my ma- mom today who was uh, uh, ripe. Uh, wow. And I mean ripe 92 years. God
0: bless. Happy birthday.
2: Yeah, I mean, she was a depression kid. She's mm. gone through two world wars covid the whole ball away. covid right yeah lives in the same two flat <laughs> it's amazing screams out the windows there's nobody there things are well
0: <laughs> I, nothing stopping her i love no, it no nothing
2: goes a, she goes lives on the second floor walks down i she, i go aren't you afraid you're gonna fall she goes i use two hands on the band
0: fantastic yeah i love it speaking so speaking of alabama yeah uh, i mean they, you know it, it, it's by the end of the game it's a cakewalk for alabama oh. and it's a cover no problem it's an outright win it's You know, Nick Saban getting nearly a touchdown saying, yeah, it definitely motivated us. And now Bama's in. And that's probably the thing Georgia wanted to avoid the most because if you didn't have to deal with them in the playoff, it would have been better for everybody. But now Bama looks dangerous again, Mike. And now all of a sudden they're the favorite again at plus 120 to win this whole thing.
2: My, My belief is that if I took over the NCAA tomorrow, if you, I don't care what you did your first 13 games, if you lose your conference championship and get a beatdown, you're out. I don't care what Georgia did before. I looked at Georgia's hmm. division. Oh, my God. Oh, it's not good. It's horrible. I looked at their best wins. Okay. And then I look at Alabama's best wins, and I look at the teams they beat. So at the SEC, this is set up for them to get two teams in. There's no doubt. And once again, I would have preferred to see Alabama play Georgia in, in, in the semis. And Michigan play Cincinnati in the other game, so we have representation. But they never learn, like my buddy Tim Brando even said on Twitter. They never learn. And for Kirk Herbstreet, once again, to say, oh, see, the small schools can't get it. What, after seven years?
0: Well, well once in seven years.
2: Are you out of your mind? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy's on my hit list right now. And that's not a good place to be, Kirk. But all I'm going to tell you is you're, you're once again, the big big school guy. We get that. But, uh, I would have preferred to see it that way. I mean, I, I, and now my biggest wish is that both Alabama and Georgia lose. But I did predict this on the show last. yeah. I said to Carmen, I said, "Carm, why do I think Alabama's going to win? Why do I think that that extra six million means something? Why do I think this is going to be a faded complete? But then once again it happens. But if Georgia loses like that, you, you can't lose your conference championship and be rewarded. I'm sorry. It's, it's Boy, it's t-
0: I mean, it's, it's tricky. I, I, I see no, what it's you're saying not. when you look at their quality of, look, the, the the win against Clemson doesn't mean as much as it would have in and years before. And it wasn't before. that big o- good a win. And even. it was 10-3. Um, yeah. the, the lopsidedness of that conference, you're right. It's kind of like brutal. what's happening in the Big Ten. I mean, Bama, did I hear the stat right at the end of the game? Bama has now won Thirty three straight against that division. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think. Did I? I swear, I heard that they well, won like you know thirty what? something straight games. Could that be? That just goes to show you how lopsided it really is well, with Bama, Auburn, now, and A and M in the other division. It's you crazy. didn't make it up. No, I, I swear, I heard. Uh, it doesn't Danielson matter, but you, would, you heard
2: something. Yeah. Here is the deal, Alabama. Okay, I am never gonna doubt them. It, it is a reputation thing because the week before or whatever. They had to. They're going all that last-second drive by Alabama against Auburn cinched it. Wait a minute! They struggled the whole game against a team that was a twenty-point dog. So I understand the way this game is played, but thank God Cincinnati and Michigan got in. And I want to know how Alabama lost Michigan after Michigan wins their conference game by forty-six points. Right. I know.
0: Yeah. Oh boy, play Iowa! Had no business. We called that one too. Iowa's at yeah. My God! Um, in three weeks, it'll be semifinal Friday night. It'll be New Year's Eve, and Mike. Can you and I...
2: imagine that? What are they doing?
0: I don't know. I hate it. I. What with are you, you. doing I, New Year's I, Eve I, with
2: that kind I of those hate games? It.
0: I hate it. I do. I'm with these you. Are but...
2: the, the, these guys have no conception of
0: business. I know. Nothing. Mike, Mike, and I, three weeks from today, will do a show to preview. Uh, that game, uh, those those games, excuse me, real quick, though, and we'll dive into them in a few weeks as we do more yeah. prep. Did either line, like anything, jump off the page when you looked at the lines when they opened? When you look at them now, Mike, uh, Cotton Bowl, the first game, on that Friday is going to be Alabama and Cincinnati. you got about a 13-and-a-half point line there where Bama's laying nearly two touchdowns. And then Georgia, Michigan in the Orange Bowl where Michigan is catching a little uh, north of a touchdown at 7 Either yeah. one jump off the page early on? Well, I like Jimmy's team. I mean, I like
2: Michigan. I like that the, the way that they went on the, the lines. I don't know if uh, if Georgia, you know, I saw Georgia. I saw their quarterbacking. I saw the yeah. way they played. It sort of sticks out to me. Uh but if this ends up being another Georgia-Alabama final, it's a snore fest for America, except for three or four states. That's what it is. <laughs> SEC fans, everybody else, I'll be betting NBA that night right. or something else. Or uh, hockey. hockey. <laughs> well, well, You know what's funny? I mean, even the football games lately, I'm betting the NBA and doing well. Yeah. So um, there's other things out there, folks. Like I always say, don't go for the big game. Yeah. Sometimes it's Just like it's hard. last night's yeah. game. I mean, last night's game, I had no idea. So I bet a, a couple NBA games, and I also took Rutgers, getting oh, a ton of points.
0: Oh, what a game, what a finish. <laughs> what a
2: call that was. I oh went Oh, my to a Christmas, God. I went to a Christmas party, worried to death. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm getting 18 and a half, 19. Oh, my God. Rutgers, produced, supposed to be the greatest thing since Rick Mount Num- played there. Number and one. All, yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, I get home. And it says on the crawl, Rutgers upsets Purdue. I they, couldn't believe it. They wait a
0: hundred in what five years or something? Merck yep. told us the stat earlier this week. A hundred and five years, Purdue finally gets a number one ranking. It's going to last uh, about six days. Oh my god! At the and it's Ron Harper's kid. That's Ron yeah. Harper Jr. That made that buzzer beater from about midcourt. Does that surprise you, Fan. No, it was. I love Ron fantastic. Harper,
2: one of the most unoverlooked bulls.
0: Totally love him of Agreed. all time. Agreed. Hundred yep. percent. um All right, Bears-Packers. It is the Sunday night game in prime time. It's like, oh my God, what's going to happen to our beloved uh going into Green Bay as a twelve and a half point underdog. Forty-three and a half is the total in this game. Aaron Rodgers has completely dominated the rivalry, Mike. We know it. Twenty-one and five straight up against the Bears. Fifty-seven touchdowns, ten interceptions. Quarterback rating nearing one ten. I mean, it is. It's really 30 years worth now of Farvin Rogers where it has been a pretty lopsided affair. It's gotten really bad here the last decade or so, though.
2: I like Aaron Rodgers. Even my mother said, boy, this Aaron Rodgers." I go, what did you start watching? Well, I'm watching more football now, but he also, she saw him on the news. Oh, yeah. With the other stuff. So she says she starts paying attention. I love it. And then she starts telling me, but he never loses to, to the Bears. I go, that is absolutely true. And I don't see that happening again. Um First of all, uh, I hope everybody's enjoying what they wanted. Please, number one. Please. Number one. Number two. Um, I'm not. I'm going to be one that will admit something. Unlike the millions of hosts and journalists all over America, CBS finally fessed up and said, "Boy, boy, the Bears are 580 with Trubisky and eight and 18 without him." And people start going on Twitter, "Boy, we didn't know that." Well. <laughs> Mike's been saying it. (laughs) Welcome to the show. But here's what I'm going to say, and I'll admit I'm wrong. And hopefully down the line, people will admit that they did make some errors on the quarterback situation. Andy Dalton is an abomination. It's terrible. And who sold us on him? Nagy and Pace. I know. He had no business being in that game
0: after he threw that
2: screen pass interception. He had
0: no business ever even signing here. You're right. Well,
2: you know what? uh, That's another mistake. uh, But everybody thinks the same people that don't want to ever see Andy Dalton again Trusted Nagy with the development of Justin Fields, which I predicted would be an abomination because of the football team around him, because of Ohio State and the Bears basically hardly ever developing a quarterback outside of maybe Harbaugh, and my argument, Trubisky. I will not budge ever off Trubisky, and this is going to be, I think, a long time, Carm. I think we're looking not Oof. because of Justin Fields, but because of the team overall, well, and Jan- because of the front office, the coaching, and everything else. I Come
0: Jan 10, they're going to be resetting well, everything Something.
2: If they beat Green Bay three to two, and Justin Fields passes two? for minus ten yards, he'll buy three years. He'll buy three years, no matter what. I, if the if final, they beat, if they beat Green Bay,
0: if the final of the game is three to two on Sunday night, I don't know how we're going to make justin it that Fields. 60 will have, have a parade
2: well. for him, even if he does nothing.
0: <laughs> That's going to be some kind of football game. My well, God. did
2: everybody see how New England plays football and how a great coach does it? Yeah. Well, he's. I mean, you're going to play. Well, wait a minute, Carm. Nobody. Not even Vince Lombardi would only uh, pass the ball three, three times. times. Not even him. And this guy says, guess what, Mac? We're not putting you in a bad spot like they're putting Josh Allen. And Josh Allen, by the way, they're having buyer's remorse out there for $250 they, million bucks. They could. Daybold uh, and, 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 and the head coach are at odds right now. I know,
0: yeah. I don't think McDermott liked the way that game was called at all.
2: Absolutely yeah. not because guess who got out? They got out coached. Just like we're going to get outplayed. On on Sunday, Aaron Rodgers isn't losing to the Bears at at Green Bay. Uh, you know, now we're going to see what Justin Fields can do again. I think he's playing still a, a little dinged up. A lot of guys have bailed out not playing. I'm I'm anxious to see. I don't know what the injury list is. Uh, probably the same cast of characters. So, I'm praying they can cover a little bit. I'm not decided yet. I may have a pick on this game at the
0: end. All right, we'll see. Our best plays a little bit later on. Coming up next, our buddy Luke Pergandy oh, from PopSwap. We We know someone that's got a Michigan Ooh. ticket from the preseason at 100 to 1. Mm-hmm. Sylvie's got a Bulls to win the East ticket that I think is 50 to 1. All right, let me ask and, you a question. And he's wondering no. if he should sell them. We're going to talk to Luke. I-
2: Well, I'd say this real quick. Sylvie's probably bought that ticket every year for the last one. Uh,
0: Probably. But now (laughs) now he's got a valuable ticket on his hands, Mike. Hey, a Bulls fan's a Bulls fan. That's right. So now he's got a valuable ticket. Absolutely. Luke's going to give everybody some advice on what to do with these future wagers when we come back next.
1: You're listening to The Odds Couple.
0: ESPN 1000 and now on digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco. We do it each and every week here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's right. You can always catch up on the podcast. Don't ever miss a minute. You'll get the encore replay here on the radio station tomorrow morning and every Saturday morning from 8 until 9. And uh, every week we get the pleasure of talking to one of the founding members of PropSwap and the great PropSwap app. Uh, and the website and our wonderful presenting sponsor. And it's a good time if you got a futures ticket on Michigan or the Bulls or a few others. So let's break it all down with Luke Pergandy. What's up, Luke?
2: Oh, watch those calories.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, boys? Happy holidays. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays
0: Man, how you doing, Luke? Everything good?
1: Good. Yeah, good. Uh, going to Austin, Texas. For the weekend for work, and then uh, going off to Vegas. Oh, I Haven't been God. to Vegas in a while,
0: so I tell you, I love this guy. I wanted, I want him to put, pack me in his suitcase. What you got? A little country
2: out. western gig going out there, Luke? God. The prop swap yeah, band? Yeah, dude, uh, yeah I'm getting, getting out of sports, better
1: get into the country. Uh,
0: well. A <laughs> 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 little Garth Brooks. <laughs> I uh, I was out at a an, uh, an appearance earlier this week. We had uh, another one of our whiskey university sessions, and uh, one of our great listeners is a. We've known for a long time, he's a big fan of the radio station, Gabe Aguirre. He came up to me and he said, I bet Michigan, I think he said, I don't know, three months ago, Mm -hmm. he's got Michigan at 50 to 1. And he said, what does Luke think? I I said, I'll tell you what Luke thinks you should do. He said, Luke's going to tell you to put it up on the website and sell it. Because right now, what, you're looking at Michigan at about a 7 to 1 favorite. I mean, he's got it at 50 to 1. It's time to sell those Michigan tickets if you
1: have them, right, Luke? Yeah. And I, I said, look, like we have so many Michigan sports fans on our website, like posted at four to one, right? Like see if someone bites, like I, I tell these sellers, like in new marketplaces, like the sellers have the power. So we just have way more buyers than we do sellers. So like, why not just post it for a high price? See if someone grabs it. We have Michigan fanatics all across the country. Just look at it gobble up any, any Michigan ticket they can. You know uh
2: Kansas City, of course, coming on like gangbusters,, mm-hmm. uh, but they weren't big odds to begin with, Luke, so uh, is this the case where whatever odds they were at, you can maybe hang on to that ticket, and like I said, suggested last week, New England seems to be the flavor of the day. uh, they won that freakish game last week. The guy knows how to coach, uh people seem to like them to go to the Super Bowl. That's the more valuable ticket to have, in my opinion. You could either keep it and take that chance, or sell it and then rebet it. Right?
1: Yeah. New England. I mean, New England was they were a hundred right. to one in some books. We're That's seeing, right. We're seeing two, we're seeing two hundred to one oh, New wow. England tickets get posted. It was crazy what books had this team at when they started out the season two and four. That's pretty unbelievable, yeah. And then, uh, you know, you've got to you –
0: know, Sylvie's got this Bulls to win the East ticket. I mean, mm-hmm. same, same philosophy has got to be said here, right, Luke? I mean, the, the, the start the Bulls are off to, you might as well capitalize that on. Now, if you want to reload, reload. There's nothing to say that you can't buy uh, – you know, make another wager on the Bulls to win the East um, mm-hmm. so you still mm-hmm. have a little taste on it. But, you know, as much of a long shot as it may be come April – or May, when they have to win a series against them beating the Sixers or Giannis and the Bucks, uh, considering what's happened to their odds and just to, uh, the kind of start that they're off to, anybody that's got those Bulls tickets should be posting those, I would
1: think. Yeah, no, they're, they're the biggest mover of the NBA. So if there's any team that you could take a profit on, you know, still in December here, uh, it's the Chicago Bulls. And I think, you know, they look at the East, like you just said, you have Giannis, you have, you have, Joe and, and Philly, you know, say you have to run into Brooklyn for some crazy sure. reason in yeah. the first round. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, yeah. uh, you know, huge. there will be a huge underdog. Probably a mm-hmm. plus 275 underdog, mm-hmm. I would think, in that series if you have to play Durant and, and Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see if Kyrie decides to get the vaccination and maybe he's yeah. playing by then. Well, that's what um, you're
2: finding out, Luke. You're finding out half these teams once they go to New York. I mean, I saw the other day where the NBA says they're 97% vaccinated. I'm looking at the COVID list, all right? It looks like, I mean, it looks like a list a mile long. The so Bulls are all to...
0: the Bulls are all vaccinated and they still are sweeping yeah. through the team right now. Well, yeah. that's
2: what they say. Everybody's vaccinated. And they say 97%. I'm going to to tell everybody. I'm not the sharpest pencil in the box. I know that. I understand that. But nobody is 97% in any corporation of anything.
1: So yeah. I don't buy no, it, I mean, and that, I see
2: people still landing on these lists.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, the whole Aaron Rodgers situation, like, I think if yep. you would have polled the country, everyone would have said, of course, Aaron Rodgers is vaccinated. But right. news comes out that he actually wasn't. I, I hear And that's going to play those, into those totals. numbers are wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to play right.
2: into something here, isn't it, guys? I mean, the Bulls have their teams out. Sure,
0: absolutely. I mean, you never know. It's like all year where it's going to be this fluid situation. Mm-hmm. Where in any the teams that are, you know, you, what you're going to want to do is just make sure you avoid it. Come the spring when right. I mean, it's most important. I mean, now okay, but uh, I mean, come springtime in a big playoff series. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. So uh, any, yeah. any 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 Lakers
1: lost to Cleveland this week. So yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah the without
2: DeRozan, you know what Zach likes to try to take over too much when he he goes back sometimes to old Zach instead of spreading the ball around. I'm not blaming him, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I watched the game and Zach tries to carry the load too much sometimes on his own. Any yeah, any
0: any Lakers tickets for sale or are people giving up?
1: <laughs> oh my God! No, what no, nah, they're not giving up on that team. <laughs> um, they'll they'll figure it out. I mean, I was like. During the big three, when the when the when Miami had Bosh and Wade and LeBron, like they started out really slow. Like these super teams just start out slow. I, I'm I personally am not worried about the Lakers. Uh, it just takes a long time to get the egos to mesh. They haven't played together a lot. Uh, I I think LA will be fine. There's there's too much talent and. LeBron and AD are are nearly unstoppable at their positions.
0: All right, have fun in Austin, have fun in Vegas, and uh, we will continue to live vicariously yeah, through up. you, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, buddy? the
1: props. Thanks, guys. Happy <laughs> holidays. Thanks, Mike. All right,
0: Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. There's Luke Pergandy. You can follow Luke on Twitter. He is simply at Luke Pergandy. I don't then... buy
2: it on the Lakers. I'm sorry. I think I, I, Anthony I, Davis it's... is not a big time. Some You know, everybody talks about Anthony Davis. I'm waiting. I mean, when LeBron went out last year, they paid him big money. To, to do what he's supposed to do and I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think they I think it's it's tough for a team of that many Eagles. And I did say Westbrook I mean Westbrook the other night goes over to Enos Cantor and starts yelling at him about the, you know,
0: who knows who knows, what. knows. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Whatever old grudge he's got. Yeah. I mean, my God, let it go. You know, I know. All
0: right, more NFL games. Lots of uh, Week 14 action. We got to start working through the board. We are going to do that when we come back next on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. inside the odds couple presented by PropSwap. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen Falco. We're with you every Friday here on ESPN 1000. You can always catch up and uh, download the podcast. Make sure you have the ESPN Chicago app downloaded on your smart device. And be sure to go see Randy Merkin at oh. another book signing. It's happening tomorrow, Saturday, December 11th at Dino's Sports Fan Shop in the Glen. We love Dean. And, and Dino's is a great place. He needs jerseys, hats. I mean, they got everything, He's got everything. Yeah, and you
2: know what's great? I'll tell you, I got my three books. Uh, I read uh, saw the Johnny Unitas stuff, a very good book. Uh, I don't know where we're at as far as breaking the all-time record. I got a couple suggestions. Uh, if, if, if push comes to shove, I'd be happy to come down, uh, maybe uh, put 300 books uh, up for sale on the uh, State Street L. I love it. Uh, also, maybe go to the uh, Devon Caldwell CTA bus turnaround and set up a little booth over there. Uh, so, you know what? You can peddle these books. The at- L Stop's the best place to go, folks, in the morning. Hey. I never thought about that. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. This book, we'll give it to you for 15 bucks. It goes for 20 <laughs> You
0: save $5 to That's it. And then Merkin's the the got the
2: record. He's being heralded all over the city. That's right. I mean, I- you know what? Think of the multicasting. I was just commenting to Randy earlier, Carm, how smooth-running this show is always. Oh, always. You know how there's never any technical issues never. and everything else? On top of juggling the book.
0: He's amazing. He's amazing. What time is the signing on Saturday, It Mark? is It uh, is from 1 to 3. 1 to 3, 1 to 3. perfect 3. time, middle yes. of the afternoon. Go see Mark at Dino's in the Glen tomorrow. Uh, I, and uh, I think we're at like 4.15 right dude, now. Dude, look at you, man. Yeah. Look cruises. at that. 4:15. I love it. Well,
2: Definitely. you know what? I mean, come on, be honest. I mean, he's got, he's got all the figures <laughs> down, check marks and everything that right. is in his office. Everything. You know
0: that. He's got it. Yeah. Just get a, a very detailed accounting. Um, Ravens and Browns. Let's get into some of the other Week 14 mm. games here, Mike. you got a big division game here, the AFC North. It's like, my God, what the hell is going on inside of that division? This is a big one. Uh, Cleveland opened as a small intra-division home dog that quickly went away. They are now laying 2.5 points. The total in the game is 43. Last time we saw the Browns, they were losing in, uh, an ugly, horrific-looking oh. game to Baltimore, 16-10. Now, Mike, they come off of by... They play the same division opponent. And to me, this has got all the feeling uh, of like, okay, Cleveland, if not now, when against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? You know this team. You played them the last time you were on the field. You had a week to watch them again and prepare for them and get a little healthier. I got to think the Browns are, are determined to come out and try to make some sort of statement and keep their playoff hopes alive, which uh, are down to only about 25% right now.
2: Got in a fight with a kid named Bobby Burns when I was 10 years old. He beat my brains in. Uh, took about three weeks off, studied his every move, did everything I had to do, and he still beat my brains <laughs> still in. beat you up. Uh, so what I'm going to
0: tell you is. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you have a week off to prepare for the Ravens. I
2: mean, my God, the Bears could have a, uh, I, uh, a decade off and prepare for Green Bay and <laughs> we can still get beat. Touché. Uh Touche. You know, I'm just saying that that uh, to me, Lamar Jackson will, is a regular season guy. I don't think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl, uh, but I give him credit for uh, keeping him in the playoffs, getting him to the playoffs. It's about how you do it. It's just hard for me. It would be right now. I don't know what I'm going to do at the end of the show. Maybe a lean towards Baltimore. Mm. I mean, getting points. I, I well, Baker Mayfield, I still think, is hurt. I oh, think yeah. that they have a flawed team. I really do.
0: I, I think you're 100% right. Mm. I think Baker is very hurt. I don't yep. know that a week off is a, is enough time to really let, let me, allow him to fully heal. Ladies Glenmore. and gentlemen, Randolph Let market. me just jump in, and this was brought up last night by Troy Aikman. He said... He thinks the Steelers in the first half were feeling the effects of the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Well, the Ravens yeah. feel the, the, effects the effects of, of the Steelers. Steelers. That game was physical. brutal. Yes. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a great stat, actually. What teams boy. the next week after they play Baltimore, how much they struggle usually because you play most it used of the to time be a Seattle, physical huh? game. It yeah, it used to be, used to be in Seattle. Yeah. Mike's got a point about the Ravens getting points though man like under Harbaugh it's always enticing and Lamar Jackson 7 and 2 straight up 8 and 1 against the number as an underdog in his career so he hasn't looked great I agree with you Mike but man there's like there's something Sort of always tempting about taking them, but they're beat half to hell, too. They lose Marlon yeah. Humphrey now for the year, their best cover corner. They already lost their other corner in the preseason. What
2: was Harbaugh doing? I don't care what anybody says. The, the nerds have taken over uh, professional football coaches thinking, I don't care. I tied the ball game. That's the way I've always thought. I hate passing up points. Like the Baylor coach this week. Yeah, They're winning 14 to nothing. I got Baylor against Oklahoma State. O-
0: OK State, yeah.
2: They got fourth down and two from their own forty-one, their own, and he goes for it. They don't make it, and Oklahoma comes down. And, Oklahoma State comes down and scored. What coach in the first half of a game that you're controlling would not punt that football? You are seeing
0: an uptick in like how often coaches do go for it in their own territory. I, I but. At the same and when time, they don't
2: make it and let him back in the game, you're going, yeah. What are you thinking? Punt the ball down to the ten yard line. Boy,
0: the how about the finish in that game, by the way? The Baylor Oklahoma State game. Should that have never have come crazy. down to that. Yeah, that was that was something.
2: They let him back in the game.
0: I, I think analytics and all oh, the injuries God. had a, had something to do with that, though. And and maybe it was a convenient excuse for Harbaugh afterwards. Look, he is a very analytically minded guy. He always has been, but he also said he was like, We're out of cornerbacks. He goes, We we just we couldn't play overtime. We but needed to on, Carm- we needed to win the game.
2: I'm wishing- you hundred percent on his reasoning, but come on, you got Big Ben against Lamar Jackson in and, overtime, and you won't. i, I,
0: I know—and and you, you got also the,
2: got the greatest the kicker,
0: hundred percent. What are you doing? 100%. You got the,
2: the guy can make a sixty-yarder. I, I just, I just know thought it was the and now, and then he says, and then I got to hear my buddy Mike Greenberg the next day. Everybody else going, no matter what happens, they made the right move. No, they didn't. And on top of that, Pittsburgh until last night. Was one game back? They let him yeah. back in
0: at that point. Even with Justin Tucker, did and speaking of crazy stats, we were talking about mm-hmm. one earlier. Alabama's dominance over uh, the East in the mm-hmm. in the conference. Mm-hmm. Did I think this came up during the Bear steeler game? Like the longest field goal in Heinz Field history is like fifty two yards or something, isn't that yeah. right? Like that's incredible. Like that it's. That nobody's ever made a 53-yard field goal? It's like, how could that uh, yeah, possibly I, that, be? Yeah, that's
2: weird to considering that guy made a 66-yard or yeah, whatever I know. the heck it is. So I just thought Harbaugh made the wrong move. What What? what are you, in a hurry? You got dinner <laughs> yeah, plans? dinner reservations. My God, what are you doing? That You've got studs on your team. I know they're injured and everything else. Uh, but that was Harbaugh like. That was Jim Harbaugh like yeah. uh, before this this past uh, week with
0: Jimmy. Late uh, window, good game I think here. Bills and Bucks on Sunday from Tampa. Bills, of course, playing on the short week now traveling south. That's one of Yurko's big keys always. As someone who played in Miami, in mm-hmm. Jacksonville, he always mm-hmm. says this time of year the teams from the north. It's just impossible for their bodies to be prepared for the heat and the humidity that is still around uh, in Florida. It'll be about 78, 79 degrees at kickoff in Tampa, where they have a great home field advantage right now with Tom Brady in that offense. Mike, Tampa's 5-0 and straight up, 4-1 and against the number at home this season. The Bucks are averaging 38.4 points per game. In Tampa, granted they played the Bears, Giants, Falcons, and but, Dolphins without Tua at home, but that's impressive. They're laying three and a half. Any th- uh, thoughts on Bills and Bucks for this weekend?
2: The last, I mean, when Tom Brady threw an interception from his own goal line. Well, I
0: how said, about that? Yeah,
2: I said I, I, going into the half. Yeah, I said he never does that five years ago. So I understand Tom Brady's still a great player, and he's putting up all-star numbers. He still
0: had four touchdown passes.
2: I know. So you forgive them, and mm-hmm. they covered the game. Thank you. And they covered. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's what we worry about here. Uh, that being said, of what Buffalo? You just said if the, if not now for Cleveland, yeah, when?
0: Uh, that's a good point.
2: How about Buffalo? I, I agree with you. I mean, my God, they give this quarterback two hundred fifty uh, million. They put they sign uh, Mitch for a backup. They got uh, a Daybold who's on a roll. McDermott now, uh, you know, has been uh, crowing. But I got to see him win a big ball game, yeah. and, and this is a tough spot. But I don't think Tampa's anxious to see them either. I really don't. I think. I think. But Gronkowski. Oh, I mean, still. Well, you know, thank God he woke up because him being retired, his fame was going to last two minutes. That's that was my opinion. Gronk's image is playing, and then doing the nonsense, the commercials, and everything else. And this guy's as good as he's ever been.
0: He's been got uh, two touchdowns last week. He's been great. I think maybe a little bit Brady of a Brady just shootout. called him the greatest tight end ever. I think he's right, too. Yeah. Uh, he's something else. I think maybe a shootout in this game. Uh, yep. Some of the value in the total is gone because this thing got pretty got hit pretty hard to the over. It's at about 53-and-a-half. I still think maybe even at up to 54, the over could be a, a pretty good play in that game. niners Bengals could be a good one. Both teams dealing with some injuries. Burrow did return to practice and throw the ball yesterday, though, so I guess that's encouraging. For the Bengals, this is another one of those games, kind of like Baltimore and Cleveland, where uh, the Niners opened up as a small road dog, and it quickly got bet out to the Niners. Now laying a point and a half uh, at Cincinnati. Yeah, Garoppolo
2: surprised me with his enough play. the, uh, The other day Cincinnati mix and fumbles the football. Uh, while they're driving against uh, the Chargers, and they were ready to start to really take control of that game. And then when he fumbles it, it's returned for a touchdown. So you can't make mistakes like that. This is a no play for me, although if I had to lean, I'd probably lean San Francisco, but these two teams, uh, they're no more for self-destructing than for actually uh, accomplishing.
0: All right, when we come back, we'll get some ponies from Jim Miller. Jim, Red Hot Jim Miller will give you our best play, so don't go anywhere. Still more to do. We're cruising along on this Friday, getting you set for week 14 in the NFL. Only six more weeks to go. Exactly. Mike (laughs) North, Carmen DeFalco with you. We're the Odds Couple coming right back on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple as we enter the home stretch on this Friday night. Check us out each and every week on ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago at Mike North, permanent vocal. We are presented by Prop Swap, and every week we get some ponies from one of the best handicappers in the business, and he's been red hot all throughout twenty twenty one. I know he's going to finish with a bang. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne racecourse and one of our favorites, Jim Miller. Everybody,
3: Jim Miller. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'll tell you, it's beautiful out when you, when you can have 50-degree weather in the month of December, especially when you're racing horses. So we're done with the turf season, but you know what? It makes it a little bit easier on the racing product, on the horses, on everybody involved. So the nicer weather helps. It helps for the crowds, too, but it, is, it has. It's been a good meet for us. Hopefully we can't close out with a bang.
0: Yeah, it's going to be warm again this weekend. So uh, racing all weekend at Hawthorne.
3: Um, and then how many more weeks for the thoroughbreds before you guys change over, Jimmy? Yeah, so thoroughbreds go through December 27th, so we're going to have a special Monday card on December the 27th, and then after that, you get about 10 days to do the track conversion, so it's not a real long time. All that dirt has to be lifted off the racetrack and removed off the racetrack. We have a limestone base underneath. We go over it, make sure it's perfectly flat, and then the end of that first week of January, harness racing is going to begin, and we're year-round all next year, so we're going to have one breed or the other going almost every single week in 2022.
2: Let's talk injuries to drivers, Jimmy. You know, I take my dog out. He's turned into a little bull. He's like 75 pounds. Now he pulls my my shoulder out almost when he pulls on me. That's why I got th- it. Is, is it shoulders? What, what are the uh, hands, wrists that these drivers use the most, legs? What are the injuries that, that do happen, in your opinion, with the most frequency?
3: Well, you have two different things. I mean, for the riders, their legs are definitely the thing for the jocks just because they have to have such great balance on these horses going so fast. So for the jocks, it's their legs. When you get over the harness season, it's definitely their hands and especially in the colder weather, because a driver, despite their weight, if they have good hands and good timing, they can kind of weave a horse in and out, almost like a NASCAR driver can do when weaving their way through the field. So you get those colder conditions, you have to watch that out too, but also just that strength in their hands, because these horses on the harness end are going 30 miles per hour plus as well. So it's really, it's quick timing and just the littlest of movement can guide that horse in or out so it is it's definitely more of an upper body thing when you get to the harness end of things for the drivers
0: love the technical aspect of it all before we get best plays jimmy just something uh, sad that happened earlier in the week and, and i'd love your thoughts real quick yep. on it i think uh whether you're a, a handicapper or a horse uh, racing fan or not the news about this year's kentucky derby winner medina spirit yeah. dying uh huh. at, during a workout at santa anita yep. i i know that tracks had issues in recent years that like what what do you know about it, and, and just how rare is it for a, a horse, as special as Medina Spirit, um, to die so young like that?
3: Well, and it's weird because this doesn't sound like it was a track related issue at all. It sounds like it was almost more like a heart attack issue, okay. and mm-hmm. it's, it's a performance induced type of issue. It does happen rarely, but it does happen. I mean, here at Hawthorne, you may see one of those say every three, four, or five years that does happen, and it's just the horses are working so hard and they're trying so hard, and sadly, unlike humans. They can't tell you when this is coming on. They're just going, 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 and then it hits. So it was. It's very sad. Of course, when it hits the Derby champ, it's something that, that is going to make headline news, but it does happen. It is very rare, but it definitely does happen in the industry. And, and
0: Jimmy, when you think about, you know, the storyline back in the spring with Baffert yeah. and the the, the 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 drug test, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know enough about it. I'm not going to pretend like I'm totally educated about it, but... The one thing you have to immediately start to wonder is like, well,
2: we you know, talked about him. He got disciplined.
0: There's always been these rumors about Baffert. I mean, could, could God forbid there had been something nefarious mm-hmm. that
3: was going on and that contributed to the horse having this heart attack. And here's the thing, guys, you know what? You never know. And, and I love horse racing, horse racing. It, it, it provides my paycheck each and every week. But at the same time, This isn't the best news you want for horse racing by any means, especially when it is the Derby champ. It is something that those questions are going to be asked. The one thing that does happen, though, which is really good about this sport, anytime there's an injury like this, a death like this, the horse is automatically sent for necropsy. So they're going to look at this horse, from head to tail, every single thing that they can find out, everything they can find out, anything that was in the horse's system. So that's the one good thing that the industry does do. You're going to get a full report back. It definitely will come out, and they will be able to determine just what that cause of death was. But yeah, there's going to be questions out there, and it's not the news you want for the industry, but hey, it does happen.
0: All right, um, Jimmy, how about let's let's cheer it up a little bit as we say goodbye. (laughs) How about some ponies uh, for the weekend? Let's make some money. What do we like?
3: All right, so we're at Hawthorne again. Expect you're going to have an off-track. Expect it's going to be muddy on Saturday, just with what we're looking at for the forecast here. So, three horses across the board. All that should like the mud at Hawthorne on Saturday. Race two, bet the three, dastardly deeds. This horse is very quick from the gate. Race seven, bet the seven, Shinobi, a horse that loves the off-going. And then in race eight, bet the six, final call. This is a horse that should be flying late, but all the horses should run really well on Saturday.
0: Alright, we'll bet them all across the board, so bet them to win place and show everybody. A uh, Race two at Hawthorne tomorrow, the three horse, race seven, the seven horse, and race eight, the six horse. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Build the bankroll for Sunday, boys. Have a great weekend, Jim. Thanks. Jimmy! It's our guy, uh, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. All right, great stuff. Mikey, as we uh, say goodbye, let's get some best plays. Try to pick it up after a uh, 500 weekend last weekend. What do we like, buddy?
2: Well, you know what? We're going to jump back. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos. I think that the Detroit uh, uh, Lions have been great against the spread. They're eight and four. Uh, which is a, a good sign for them. I, for instance, the Bears are four and eight, so they don't even against the spread. They don't even live up to the bear uh, to Vegas's expectations. I'm going to take Denver minus the ten in this football game uh, against Detroit on the road. Lions
0: might have spent themselves last week. with yeah, that Yeah, well, win they won. They probably run, still yeah. partying. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I'm going to try uh, one more time here. I was uh, going against the Chiefs last week. That didn't work out so well, but I'll try one more time. This has been a losing proposition here recently because the Chiefs are starting to cover some numbers, but uh, this is out to double digits, and when they met earlier in the year in Vegas, this was a two-and-a-half point line. Now, the Chiefs did roll them in that game, but Raiders are a perfect 3-0 and straight up and against the number when getting five or more points this season. Um, I still think that... You know, At some point, there could be a little bit of regression maybe for this KC defense that has just played out of this world in the last four or five weeks. But uh, division game, uh, as the Raiders still maybe try to make one more push to salvage some little portion of this season, I'll go ahead and uh, catch 10 with the Raiders against Kansas City this week.
2: That's a great pick. Uh, I almost made that pick. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's a hell of a pick. I'm going to take Baltimore. I mean, come on. I mean, is everybody out of their mind? They're getting three points. I understand. If not, like Carmen said, if not now, when? Well... One never comes. Uh, and, and, and I think Baltimore is the better football team. I think it's the better coach football team with the, the healthier quarterback, although you never know. He may come up with something, a stomach ailment or something, because he's been ill for most of the season. Nobody's talking about that that much. But I'll take uh, the Ravens uh, getting to three right now.
0: Ravens, Broncos, I like it. And uh, finally, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on the road. Normally I love the intra-division home dog, mm-hmm. but I just think Washington's uh, a little... Like that defense, while the numbers might look good in terms Heineke. of yards and points, yeah, and Heineke's played well. Played I mean, well. he has. The kid's got a quarterback yep. rating over 100, I think, since the bye, and they're mm-hmm. a perfect 4-0 oh, straight up and against the number out of the bye, but at some point, there's got to be some regression. They're converting on 50% of their third downs. That's not sustainable. And all of a sudden, they've been this great third down defense when for most of the year, they've been horrid. And they've been like in the bottom two or three. So I just feel like at some point, the offense is not going to stay on the field as much. The defense will be out there more. And, and they're going to be susceptible, I think, to all the weapons the Cowboys have. Still no Montez Sweat. Chase Young, of course, is done for the year. So I'm going to go ahead and catch uh, the Cowboys with all this time to prepare in a tough scheduling spot for Washington. Washington to cover the number the four four and a half uh, on the road in Washington. This
2: yeah, oh, so sweet music to everybody's ears. Who do you like? Shopping. Mark. Who do you like?
0: I like the Rams. Like the Rams on Monday night. All right, Monday night football. Look at my guy
2: going to work against Arizona. I love it.
0: Yep. All right, Mike, you have a great weekend. Uh, We wish everybody have a wonderful weekend and enjoy all the football, and we'll do it again next Friday. Uh, Thanks to Sean Davis, Eric Ostrowski, Tyler Rocky, and Randy Merkin, as always, and our great guests, Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. So happy wagering, Mike. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with
1: Carmen DeBalgo and Mike Norris
0: on ESPN 1000.